Hello and welcome to another episode of the Creative Waffle Podcast, brought to you by Blue Dead Design. I'm your host, Mark Hirons, and today we're talking to Scott Fuller, a bearded designer from Georgia, Atlanta. You may know Scott by the name Studio Temporary. I have chatted to Scott before on this podcast. Go and check out that, link is in the description. On that episode, we talk more about his process and how he, how he does his work. He's actually one of the first guests on this podcast. Now we're back with chatting more in depth. I'm going to ask him some deeper questions. We talk all about Atlanta, what Scott loves, his daily routine, how he stays focused throughout the day, how he's running on creativity and just running on pure love for design, what's actually important to him in life, how he creates opportunities in his home city, we also talk more about his clients, a bit of his work he's done, and also a bit of football as well, or soccer as you call it. Really hope you enjoy the show, thanks very much, I'll see you at the end. Since we last met, like I said, uh, we've, we've been designing each a lot of us been designing you've been designing I've been designing you've designed a lot of pins a lot of badges a lot of stickers a lot of stuff on Instagram I've seen we've also been to a soccer match or a football match yes they're mining <laughs> united and we've got the we got uh, we're actually the best team in, in MLS right now got the highest uh, highest score um uh, over there man it's just killing it um I uh, I got to go we played um I mean we played Orlando United so I guess you could call it a game but um you know not sure we we whooped him 3-1 but um you know it was funny there was a red card in like the first like minute and a half that game it was insane (laughs) um it was like two it was like two or three yellow cards and a red card i mean they were they were just it was it was nuts i mean they basically murdered our guy right in front of the uh, right in front of the goal um but from but for that game it was just fantastic um great stadium great uh great times and um you know, yeah. who knows? Uh, I uh, I pitched something to them a couple of months ago, so um, I don't know. We'll see if anything comes of it. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Um, mm-hmm. I'm deciding whether to choose my Columbus Crew or Atlanta as my fans as my American football team. So we'll see. <laughs> uh, but what do you what do you think of football before we start all the design stuff? <laughs> oh, what do I think of it? Yeah, um, I enjoy it. I think. Um, you know, I think watching it on TV and watching it in person are two completely different things, especially if it's uh, for your hometown right. team. I, I think it's a, it's a massive difference, obviously. But um, I had a, I had a heck of a time. I mean, just the the folks were great. The atmosphere is amazing. The food was great. I mean, it's right here in the you know in the middle of a, a downtown Atlanta. Literally, it's about a ten minute walk from my studio. Nice. Um, the Mercedes-Benz Stadium is about a ten-minute walk from my studio, so um, sorry, I'm trying to. There we go. Um, but uh, it's it's great. Um, the, like I said, food's amazing. People are amazing. Um, very active, you know. And then the games are over a lot. Maybe they seem a lot slower on TV, but they're actually over um, pretty fast, you know, when you're actually there. But it's and there's so much going on, so I yeah. really really enjoy it. Um, I am a lifetime Braves fan, so you know right now the Braves are still the baseball. Um, but um, you know, I've definitely, uh, I've definitely enjoyed uh, having the team right up the road. Nice, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm thinking about coming. Well, before I go to Creative South next year, I want to go to either Columbus uh, in, well, the other the other Columbus, as in uh, mm-hmm. up in Ohio. I want to go to a football mm-hmm. match up there, and I'll, or nice. either that or come down to Atlanta and see one. Before I get to Come down to Atlanta. I've got um, I've got a friend who um, I've got a friend who actually works on uh, works for Atlanta United and the Falcons and whatnot. Nice. Um, so I'll uh, I don't know. I might see, see if I can uh, yeah. 
can't see if I can't make something happen. I've lost you. I've lost your video. There you go. Oops. <laughs> Sorry. No worries. Don't know what happened. Don't know what happened there. No, that that'd be really cool. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm definitely gonna. Oh, I'm definitely gonna come and watch a football match in the, in America because I want to see what the atmosphere is like. See if it, how it compares to the UK. Um, it's. Uh, I mean, we have. I mean, you know, you've got your football fans and everything like that, and they get excited. I remember when we had the Thrashers here, the hockey team. Uh, I remember that being just a really kind of a cult following, and then we lost it after Winnipeg. And, um, you know, the Braves, of course, I mean, they've had a down last couple of years, but they're back in the hunt for the title and everything this year. But, you know, and, you know, now, I mean, the Hawks, I can't really say anything bad about them because they're one of my clients right now. But, you know, we have had a kind of a rough go of it the last couple of years. I mean, everybody knows that. But um, the Atlanta, Atlanta United has really taken on the soul of Atlanta, like the marketing that they do, the designs they do, the, the phrases, everything are just, it's incredible. And it is exactly, it is the, uh, it's, it's really true of the kind of the heart and soul of Atlanta. And I constantly tell uh, my friends that work there, I constantly tell them that it's like, you guys capture the heart and soul, the, the vernacular, uh, everything um, from, uh, from Atlanta in this team. And it's fantastic. Mm. Yeah, that's brilliant. Yeah, I've seen a lot of stuff on social media. They look like a really exciting football club, so I'm sure the city is much of the same. So so this podcast is going to be a bit of of a mix of questions from uh, Instagram and, and stuff that I want to ask you as well. Just about... Oh, did you did you get some folks actually asking or wanted to ask I me did. questions? I did. I got a couple, yeah. yeah. Oh. So, uh, <laughs> cool. Yeah, I'm excited to ask you some, some interesting questions, like just, just some cool stuff about design. But the first one is it's just like, what, what is it about design you love so much? I love the fact that um, if you look out in the world and you see something that's not there, you can make it. And granted, that's not just with design. Uh, it's with many other things, you know, uh, you know, whether it's machinists, whether it's, you know, fabrication, whether it's an app or uh, some type of service or something like that, that also holds true. But through design, I can be a part of any one of those industries, which is really cool. Um, one of the things that I've really probably, you know, one of the biggest things I enjoy about design is the fact that I can touch just about any industry that I want. Mm. Like right now, I'm, I'm going to pull up my, uh, <laughs> I'm going to pull up my client list, you know, but I'm working on right now an Italian restaurant. I'm working an NBA team, oh, wow. a logo for a logo for a bot. Uh, an illustration for a watch company out of the UK, a new typeface for uh, that was commissioned by my buddies up at uh, Font Seed, and more on that later. Um, and then a T-shirt design uh, for a band, and then another like design for um, uh, like a snowmobile company. I mean, that is if you that is like the mixed bag, of mixed bag, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And. The fact that I can touch each and every one of those industries to me is easily one of my favorite things about uh, about what I do, um, and that I can you know I can make a mark, you know, doing what I love to do and kind of doing it my own way, which yeah. is which has just been incredible for me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's creating something from what for for anything. It's it's such a powerful thing. Design. Um, mm-hmm. What what's the the most powerful way you've used it? What's like, what what's really grab your soul? 
you mean as far as like something that I've done that's that's been powerful yeah. or like or like a, or right. just like a way what, to get something out there? Or what you've seen as well. So something you've done and what you've seen that's been really like you've really connected with, giving you emotion. Um, a couple of things. Uh, I, I did a T-shirt design for um, uh, for my buddies over Real Thread. They started this new thing called Funded, and I did a T-shirt design to raise funds for like raise awareness for uh, autism. My mm. son is on the autism spectrum, so that was kind of near and dear to me. And, uh, you know, I, I was kind of based on a little drawing that he did, which was fun. I mean, that to me is powerful. I mean, using, I mean, he's a six-year-old little boy and he's, you know, he's at home, he's homeschooling in first grade and everything. He's going to be seven next month, which is just, just blows me away. The time is going so fast and, you know, he's getting bigger and bigger and learning more and more and <clears throat> becoming more of his own person, which is really cool and really scary at the same time, yeah, yeah. if I'm being completely honest. But, um, I, uh, I'm really, I'm just proud of him, you know, but to take something that he's kind of like something out of his head and to, to make something like that, I think is really cool. Um, I, um, I thoroughly enjoyed, uh, I got to make some, you know, maybe it all comes back to t-shirts. I don't know. Um, you know, I got to do some that showed up at the Rio Olympics, showed up twice at the Rio Olympics. Some of my shirt, um, one of my shirts did. I've got to see this. Was, Hmm? What's it? What is it? What's it called? Um, it's a um, an Amazon. I have to send. I'll have to um, I'll have to send you the link. Yeah. But um, let me find this real quick. Yeah, be wicked. But I, that. I wish I had. I wish I had one with me. Uh, like one of the actual uh shirts. So what was it for? Um, so I designed it for a company called um called Epivive and they're based out of based out of Georgia here and they do socks and t-shirts and a bunch of different things like that well one of them was a USA shirt um at the time you had you know your Under Armour and your uh, Nike especially Nike with the um you know with their uh, with their of course USA Olympic design which is very Nike outscan at the time I thought a little dry sorry Nike I mean I'm wearing Under Armour right now so I can bash it a little bit if I want to but you know, um, in in the spirit of, of good uh, you know sportsmanship, but my goal was to set out to make something that would not would look at they, that people would look at that and look at Nike's design and just be like, I want to go for that. Mm. So during the Olympics, actually, uh, my buddy who sold it, he sold the whole thing through Amazon. Uh, that shirt that I designed for him was actually the number one USA seller around the Olympics, and number wow. two. Nike. Yeah. <laughs> so it was more popular than one of the Nike shirts. And then uh, on TV, I, you know, just watching it one night, it showed up twice on on the Olympics, on the live TV. On the last night, um, what is it? It was like the men's 1500 meter. American man had not had a gold medal in that race in almost a century. Yeah. Guy, guy won the race. American man won the race and it showed like 30 seconds of his family just going absolutely crazy. <laughs> and his brother was wearing that shirt. Oh, that's wicked. That's really, really cool. Um, and then as far as, um, you know, stuff that's really just kind of, um, just kind of hit me. I don't know. It's, you know, it's, uh, it's not one campaign or the other. I just, and sometimes it just depends on, you know, on how I'm feeling at the time or what I'm around. I'm just, I'm constantly on the lookout for things, you know. Yeah. I might, you know, something might hit me like, uh, 
you know, oh, all right, so here's one we talked about. Um, we talked about uh, the Atlanta United, and we talked about it having really the kind of the heart of the, the city in its hands. The, just the, um, you know, we had the All-Star game here a couple of weeks ago, and the billboards said, you know, you know, you know, we here, we ready. That's Atlanta all the way. It's not we are here, and we are It's like, no, nah, man, we ready. That's it. Mm-hmm. And that to me was just, yes. If they, they took those last couple, that apostrophe and that RE off, and it was just perfect, you know. And then I might, uh, you know, I might be looking along one day and I'll find something like, uh, you know, something like this, you know, this old Dodge Charger uh, or Ram Charger kind of thing. Nice. You know, this old uh, thing from the 70s, you know. I can look at that and just kind of be inspired and just say, man, you know, that's, it's really powerful. It just kind of hits home for me. Mm-hmm. Um, feeling a little bit down, you know, I just kind of look at this thing and it's like, all right, all right, here we go. You know, <laughs> Get charged up. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's, uh, that type of stuff, it's very subjective and it's all over the place. But, um, you know, when you find something that just really hits home for you, it's uh, it's a win. So I, uh... What what keeps you going? What what like this? Is it just seeing the stuff around the world, and is it just seeing stuff in real life, like old stuff that gets you going, and keeps you? Flowing? I just enjoy it. I mean, you know, there's a couple of reasons. I mean, one, of course, I love what I do. Yeah. Um, loved it long before that it became a career, but um, I'm I'm enjoying this because you know not only am I able to make a living, but I'm also able to, um, you know, to support my family. You know, I've got my wife, I've got my little boy, I've got the flexibility. You know, like um, like this last week, you know, my little boy went to be at like a little Legoland Discovery Center there and whatnot. I took off work early to go to that with with my wife, my little boy, with uh, Julie and Sean. And any other job, I couldn't have done that. Right? I'd yeah. have to take a day off or something like that, and I'd have to put in for like two weeks in advance. On a whim, I can do that if I want to. Now I have to make the time up later, and, you know, there's no, there's no denying that. Yeah. But... Um, I love having the flexibility to spend time with them and to do different things like that. Um, you know, that's just as much of a, you know, I love that part of it just as much as the work. So it's that freedom that you get with working mm-hmm. for yourself and, and being your own boss. And, um, Absolutely. Is that, do you think that's the best perk of being your own boss? Um, being your own boss means there's nobody else to blame either. So, I mean, right. you really have to, you know, you really have to be on top of everything. You know, if something happens, if something goes wrong, that's your fault. Um, you know, if, if I'm away and then I'm on business or something, email comes through. I don't have anybody to answer that. I can't pawn it off on our junior designer. It's it's me. So, um, you know, for me, I'm, uh, you know, you've heard the word like teetotaler before. I, uh, I, I'm, I'll be 33. I'll be 33 next month. I've never to this day had a drink, a drink of alcohol, wine, beer, whatever. Ever. Um, never. Wow. And never smoked a cigarette. I mean, none of that type of stuff. Yeah. Now, I enjoy, you know, I enjoy hanging out with guys. I mean, the design, design community is just incredible to hang out with, yeah. especially if you get the four, you throw the forefathers in there, that group, we're set. Uh, I mean, that's just endless. I could just sit back and just laugh the entire night and not say a word. Um, <laughs> but, you know, you won't see me out there at one, two in the morning, you know, like that. I'll, most of the time, I'll be back in the, you know, I'll be back up in the, in the room or wherever I am. I'll be back there working because I got to get the work done. Yeah. You know, this stuff never stops and it's a blessing and, it, and it, it's a blessing and a curse you know weekends for me don't really exist anymore but I'm okay with that you know I just I enjoy what I do 
she obviously enjoyed it a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot <laughs> because uh, <laughs> like having no weekends, having pretty much no time off, is that must be a strain on that must be a strain on your on your brain and your, on your life. Can I mean knowing knowing when to to take that time? You know, I, now don't get me wrong, I do have time set aside to uh, for those breaks and scheduled things. You know, if I need to get out of here and just take a walk around downtown, I can do that. If I need to. Right. step into the basement, play a game of table tennis or something, I can do that. Um, you know, and I've got enough junk in here and I'll show you guys that in a minute, but I've got enough junk in here to keep me busy for quite a while. Uh, even if it's just cleaning this place up, you know, every, <laughs> you know, every day or two. Um, so you do build, you do build those things in, you know, but when you get to that point where it's like, I, I really can't go any further, you know, there's a difference between pushing yourself beyond your limits to get something done as opposed to working beyond your limits, you know, for an entire week, mm. that will hurt you. Right. So um, learning when to back off, when to push, you know, when to, you know, when to step in the accelerator, it all comes with experience and it all comes with, um, you know, just time in the game. Right. Yeah. Is that, is that, you think that's the same with like creative juices and that famous like creative say, block? Say that, that people, again? You think that's the same with like creative juices and, and the famous saying creative block? Like, does that come with time and, and you get more juices flowing with more experience or like, how do you manage um, that? I mean, I've never really been a massive believer in that. I mean, you right. know, it's not just a block. I mean, a lot of times you're just tired, right. you know? So, you, you know, a lot of times what I'll do, I've got a nice comfy chair right here. I'll pull my hat down over my eyes. I'll set an alarm on my phone for 20 minutes and I'll take a quick nap. Generally, by the time I wake up, I'm ready to go. Right. So for me, more a time than anything, it's not so much a creative block it's just i'm just exhausted and um you know to uh to be able to step aside and just kind of and just kind of do that that helps um that helps quite a bit mm. yeah that's a good point because it's a big there's, there's quite a big debate whether it's a real thing or not i mean like you say it's tiredness and um it could be a number of things like that like like tiredness not enough sleep and not enough water mm -hmm. even or not enough just just mm -hmm. That stress, you know, and, or... and you know, and it goes like from that, and it goes even to like the work-life balance. It's like yeah. you know, I get that question a lot. What do you think of work-life balance? I'm like, I don't think it exists. Right. <laughs> you know, just because you know what works, my version of work-life balance might be completely different than yours. You know, but I think it's a constant. You know, I think it's a constant process. It's part of the process to to find that balance to to get balance you can get done to pursue you know, what you want to pursue and, but still take the time for the most important things, you know, like your family, your health and so on and so forth. Um, and everybody has their own version of that. I have my own version of that. Um, and I've had to revise it over the years. You know, once again, that comes with experience, that comes with time. Uh, it's like, it's like a luxury when, when you do stuff that you do, like when you love your job so much, it, it becomes mm -hmm. like working life is just one thing. Like they say that when you do something you love, you don't have to work another day. That's that, that's that famous saying. So it's, it's like the work like, is your life. Like for me, I was up at 5.45, mm -hmm. you know, 6 o'clock this morning. Wow, right. And, and as, as much as I could at five at being 32 years old and waking up at 5.45, I jumped out of the bed. I was ready to go. You know, I accidentally bumped my cat off the bed. Um, <laughs> so sorry, Ella. Um, but, um, you know, I was ready to go this morning. I got in. I was set. Man, and I, when I got in here, you know, I grab my grab my breakfast and I hit the ground running, and I've literally been running, you know, as hard as I can, you know, knowing that 
I have to leave a few minutes early today and I have this, this thing going on. So I've been in here pounding away since early this morning, you know, yeah. in preparation for this. Two, two quick ones. Do you drink a lot of coffee? <laughs> do I do, do what? Do you drink a lot of coffee? No. No? Um, I, I did have one this morning or right now. Um, <laughs> creative sounds, right? Um, but, um, uh, no, not very often. Right. Um, maybe once a week, a couple weeks. So when I do have it, I drink it black. No okay. cream, no sugar, none of that stuff. Just straight black coffee. Um, so my, the- uh, you know, my dad is a machinist and everything still is. And I remember going to, um, I remember going to work with him in the morning and he'd have a cup of black coffee on the way to the corner store right there by the shop to get his cup of black coffee from there. And that stuff was strong. That stuff from, from that little other uh, 29 store, man, that stuff was strong. I mean, you can almost scoop that stuff out. I mean, that stuff is <laughs> thick. It's strong. Death, but no cream, no sugar in that thing, man. It was yeah. fantastic. Um, so when I came up on just like black coffee, that's the type of stuff I came up on. Um, but it's good. You know, it's not, sometimes I might be a little tired or something like that. Generally, that's where the quick catch nap comes in. Right. Um, most of the time, if I'm drinking it, I'll just drink it for the flavor. Yeah. That's wow. So you're basically just running on enthusiasm and, and love of what you do. That's, that's the secret, isn't it? Cause I, I mean, I, I love design more than pretty much anything. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe football's above that, but we'll see. But the other, the other thing, the other thing that has really, I, I've had a massive change this year. So this time, you know, last year, I hit my high weight, two hundred and twenty-seven pounds. Right. Now you've met me. You're you're what about six foot five five eleven? Uh, yeah, we're, uh, five ten, five eleven. 5'10", 5'11". Okay, so I got about two inches on you. I mean, now you were a strong kid. I was I was surprised. I shook your hand. I didn't know what to expect. And I got the <laughs> grip right there. I'm like, wow, this kid, he's got some stuff going on, right? So, um, but 227 pounds. Now, here's what happens. Now, I'm a, I'm, a de- I'm a decently sized fella, so it doesn't show up on me like it does some other folks. But I feel it. Right. I can now say that uh, this year I've lost just shy of 45 pounds. Uh, that's wicked. That's really cool. 45 pounds. I'm down. I'm down to 184 pounds. The last time I was that I was that light was a year after I graduated college, and that was over a decade ago. It has been that long. I haven't been under 200 in you know eight years, seven, eight years. And I've dropped a shirt size. I dropped two pants sizes. Wow. Uh, I'm doing workouts. And, and, and I mean, I was doing some workouts and everything, but I just wasn't eating right. And it was basically destroying everything that I was doing. Mm. But if you talk about a burst of energy, you drop about, I want what I want you guys to do, if you're at home, if you're playing the home game, I want you to go find something that weighs about 45 or 50 pounds. And I want <laughs> you to pick that up. Right, I dropped that much weight, which means I didn't have to worry about that when I'm walking, when I'm working out, when I'm playing, and when I'm sitting on my tail here in the office. And it is a massive burst of energy for me not having that. Uh, it, it was it was unreal, you know. And I'm not done yet. I'm gonna drop maybe another five or six pounds. Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna you know get 
ripped again, you know, back where I was when I was, you know, actually playing sports, um, you know, a lot in high school in college and high school, you know, I'm there, you know, you guys check, you guys check me by the end of the year. It's going to be sweet. A lot of respect for you. Honestly, it it takes a lot of effort and, um, more than a lot of other things and and people. That's the thing for me, for me, it wasn't just a, okay, I don't want to eat so much of this. For me, it was a lifestyle uh, change. It was a complete life change. And, um, I'm, I'm I'm so glad I did it. My wife, uh, so, you know, obviously now I've got more energy and and whatnot and my mind's clear that way it can bog your mind down too. So, you know, um, you know, stay on top of your health. I mean, we're in a set, we live a sedentary life, you know, doing a lot of this type of stuff. And I get it. Stay on top of your health, man. It'll, uh, it'll make a massive difference. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I just, I think you're, I think you're remembering now that I give massively long answers from time to time. So uh, just feel free to jump in and uh, hit the pause button if you need to. No, absolutely not. I love it. Um, for for all the British people out there and European people, I think, uh, it's around 20, 20 kilos, 20 kilograms. Uh, mm-hmm. Brand, that's, that's that's a decent amount of weight to drop. That's um, so yeah, well done. Um, have you seen Brendan Goodcuff's weight loss? Yeah, that's and then incredible, my buddy, isn't it? Uh, my buddy Aaron Clark, he works. Uh, well, Aaron, uh, not Aaron Clark. Uh, my buddy Aaron is from. Um, he works at Domtar Papers. Yeah. Uh, in in North Carolina, man, that boy's lost over a hundred pounds. Yeah, it's crazy. You know. Uh, I'm I'm so man so proud of those guys. I mean, Brendan just killing it, and then Aaron doing that. It's just, um, you know a lot of good stuffs happen. You know, Mike jumped on there, and you know, and yeah, Mike Jones, Jones. He's on it. Yeah, I've seen him he's, he's I think stuff. to like 25 pounds or something. He only started a couple of weeks ago, so he is you know he's killing it. Yeah, he's uh, he's right there every morning. Um, I'm thrilled. I mean, I. I put everything into this, everything into my design and everything, and I let a lot, let a lot of myself go, and I realized that I can't, you know, I can't do that anymore. So, um, you know, yeah. I'll take it, man. Yeah, no, that's great. It's great news. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's definitely uh, such a big thing, and people are realizing that, especially in design, um, like you said, sitting down all day and getting backache or eye strain or. Yeah, you know, you've got to keep moving, you've got to get up, you've got to, you've got to keep uh, an active lifestyle, like you say, like a healthy one. Um, yeah. So, f- from your point of view, what is um, what, what is the reason for a business to have a logo? I know it sounds what is like the simple... reason for a business to have a logo? Yeah, I know it's, I know it's a simple question, but like, from, I want to hear from your point of view. It can be, but it's also what I've based my entire living. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like, you know, why does a street need a sign? I mean, you need to know, you need to know where you're going. You need to know what it is. It needs to be representative of something. Um, I, you know, whether it's at that point, it's, you know, doesn't need a word mark. Doesn't need a logo type. Doesn't mean like, you know, or a logo type doesn't need a, you know, a mark design. Uh-huh. You know, <laughs> um, you know, what does it really need? Um, but in some way, shape or form, uh, it needs to be set apart. It needs to be identified because that's really what a logo is. It's just an identifier. Right. You know, it can literally be anything. But if you can find some way to really, you know, um, you know, to really kind of bind that back to the company to make it work together, um, then there it is. I mean, some of it's really simple. Some of it is, um, you know, can be a little more complex. But in the end, the good logos are, um, you know, they're, they're simple. 
Um, they're to the point. Mm-hmm. They get the job done. I mean, look at, you know, we're talking sports and everything. This was our old uh, our old hockey team, the Atlanta Flames. Like that. Phenomenal. Yeah. It's got the A, it's got that. It's simple. It's to the point. The, the uniforms were beautiful. They had the red and the yellow and the white with them. Just absolutely gorgeous. Oh, let's see. What else? I could just start, you know, pulling stuff from, you know, from everywhere. Um, you got, uh, let's see. What do I have? What do I have in the old pile over here? Uh, <laughs> you know, I think I showed you this one the last time we talked. Yeah, 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 yeah. There it is. The bell system. Done and done. Just you know, beautiful. Uh, you know, you've got your, you know, United Way. You know, this little guy. I mean, it's how you can see that. But, yeah. um, it's just beautiful to the point, you know, it really, it kind of evokes this, uh, this nice emotion and everything, but really, um, I think this Paul Ryan said the logo in itself is just a, it's just a vessel and what's, and the company just kind of, it just kind of holds what the company is mm-hmm. right now. You can have a beautiful logo, like um, one of Paul Rand's last logos was the Enron logo. Yeah. And for those of you who weren't born in the nineties, um, knew about that massive, just you know, just just horrible thing that happened with the company. And the logo itself was absolutely gorgeous and worked perfectly for that industry. But when you see that logo from now on, they don't remember, you know, all the good that all the good that was done, or so on and so forth. All they remember is what happened back in the nineties. Wow. And that will be forever. You know, that logo is the vessel that holds all those bad memories. So, hmm. what know, happened? I, that's I... I just don't know what happened. Oh, I can't even remember. Uh, it, was, it was a little too long ago, but basically, uh, I think folks lost uh, they lost a bunch of money. It was some type of stock market right. kind of a thing, right, right, right. Uh, some type of a pyramid scheme or something like that. I, oh. I can't remember it's everything that happened. Some dodgy but, stuff. Yeah. Um, but basically, you know, it stood for something other than what they wanted it to, and because of that, no matter how beautiful the logo was, you know, or whatnot. Like we said, logo is a vessel. That's what it, and that's what that vessel was holding. That's what it was full of. Just all those bad memories. Well, I guess what I guess that's exactly what happened to um, the swastika, really, if, if you think about it. Because that's that's that was a Tibetan good luck charm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, is. and now, you know, one of the things that I, one of the things that I can't stand, you know, as much as I go picking and stuff like that, and you know, you look at you look at some of those designs, you know, from back in the day, and it was just you know, something, something like that, that just stands for something so horrible, mm. you know, and I'll go into, uh, you know, I'll go into like a, an estate sale, or like a, like an old junk shop or something like that. And one of my favorite booths, all of a sudden it's got like a case over here of like paraphernalia from that. Right. And I'll let them know, just like, look, you can sell whatever you want. I was like, you know, that's that's your right. I said, this ain't right, you know. And I let them know, you know, like, Good. look, you know, it's just for me, it's, it's just not right, you know, for what it stands for and everything like that. But once again, we're back to the logo as a vessel. What does it hold? You know, yeah. when you pour that thing out, what comes out? And you know, we very much know what came out of that. So, so, who knows? Yeah, yeah. And that's obviously, just unfortunately, designed so well that it is it's quite a timeless thing. But obviously, 
it's obviously timeless because of that the, the thing that's happening associated with it. Um, but but when you're taking it back to a lighter thing, when you take when you're looking at a brief, um, what all those sort of things you're looking for to to pull out and, and put into the logo and put into the final symbol. Um, I mean, we're trying to tell a story. I mean, and the idea is you want to evoke the, the kind of the character. You're looking for the character of the uh, the brand. You know, if you know whether that's a farm, uh, whether that's a you know a uh, an apparel company, whether that's a building or a restaurant or something. You're really trying to find. Uh, the character at that place, you know, what that really means. When you see this, what, um, you know, what does it, what does that evoke in you? What, what's the, you know, what do you experience when you see that? Mm. Um, and I try to read between the lines as much as I can to, um, to kind of get to that point. Um, and just little things, you know, um, you know, the history, I, I think, you know, granted, you know what's going on today and what's happening with the with the company now and everything but there's something to be said about pulling from the history of that same company and you're going to find some really cool things right. um you know whether it's um values that they still believe in values that have held true for you know 20 years five years you know 75 years um i am about to if things go according to plan i'm going to get a chance to work on a brand that's been around since the 1890s. Wow. Wow, yeah. Not many brands are around since then. I mean, that's, that's over a hundred, I mean, that's 130 years at least, you know? Yeah. I mean, I just cracked 30, you know, the, the, the 30, you know, decade or whatever, like two years ago, you know, and they still got another century on me. Yeah. So there's history. There is, um, there are values. There are so many things that are tied to that, and to be able to to get to condense it down into an identity, uh, it's going to be difficult for sure. But um, it'll be incredibly satisfying once I'm able to finish it. Hmm. Um, but history plays a big, big role uh, in these identities. Yeah, absolutely. Are you, are you trying to? In a way, create an ident- like a history for yourself in Atlanta. So there's the question I'll ask at the end is, um, is how's it? How do you want to be remembered? But I'll ask that at the end. Uh, but they, because you do a lot of stuff for Atlanta and in Atlanta and around Atlanta and even just like fan stuff for Atlanta. Because obviously you love <laughs> you love where you live, um, and that's fantastic. I, I wish I loved Atlanta as much as you do. Um, but like, because ironic, which is ironic, because I work here but I don't live here. You know, I live outside. You don't of live the there city. now. Huh? You don't live in Atlanta now. No, oh. and I won't ever. And, you know, I grew up outside of the city. I grew up, you know, I love coming into downtown specifically. I love downtown. I love coming down here. I love working here. I love the people here, the shops, the, the little restaurants and little, you know, hole-in-the-wall places and, you know, my own little places that I love here in town. But when I'm done, I want to go home and I want to be kind of away from all the craziness, all you know. Right. That, but I've, you know, that's the way I've always, that's the way I've always thought. Mm. Uh, but as a city, uh, as a culture, as just you know, a really, really cool place, I enjoy the heck out of Atlanta when I'm here. I love yeah. the city. I love the, the people. Um, I love the spirit and, and just kind of soul of the place. Um, and to be able to, to kind of, people now look at me to speak, 
to that culture and to that um, these amazing people here. People kind of look at me now to speak as a representative of that, and it's it's humbling, but it's pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie, it is pretty cool. Yeah, I've seen I've seen you doing a lot of speeches and stuff, uh, uh, and it's, it's yeah, it's really cool. Have you got any planned for the future? Yeah, so I'll be um, the most the, the one that I know about right now. I'm working on I'm working on about six or seven of these things right now that are still up in the works. But um, October twelfth, and if are you familiar with brand new? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I saw okay, it on the website. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, if you go to uh, underconsideration.com slash brand new, at the very top of the page, you'll see this thing that says first round Atlanta. And if you look in the top left corner, you'll see my my scowling face. Carmen, <laughs> um, why did you pick that one? And I guess I shouldn't have sent that one. But um, basically, uh, it'll be first round Atlanta. I'll be speaking at that conference. I'll be the, I'll be going first. Uh, wanted me out of the way, I guess. But uh, <laughs> I'm super excited about it. I've known Armin now for about eight years. He and Brian are just fantastic people, great people. And uh, to be able to come full circle, uh, I actually went to the first ever brand new conference in New York as a volunteer back in 2010. And now eight years later, uh, I'm, I'm speaking at, uh, at one of their conferences here in Atlanta. So uh, that's about as full circle as you can get. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. They're, they're really cool people. I'm hoping to get them on the podcast, or at least one of them. And then uh, I've got a lot of AI, uh, potential uh, AIGA talks mm. uh, coming up uh, very soon. Uh, you know, so uh, more uh, more info on those as uh, as it comes in. Yeah, nice one. Um, back to the answer stuff. Uh, basketball, uh, obviously, you did stuff for the Hawks, and, and you've mentioned it. Currently doing stuff. For them. Currently still doing stuff, right? Wicked. No, like it's on my screen right now. All oh, right. <laughs> um, what was it like working for your home city, and um, how have you made like an impact sort of in that area? Because you've um, done a lot of stuff for stuff like in Atlanta now. Well, it's so weird because you know I've only really worked here in Atlanta for the last two and a half, almost three years. And you really get, you spend this much time in here, you really get a feel for the city itself. So when when the Hawks got in touch with me, they were like, you know, we feel like the way you're designed, the way you talk about, we feel like you speak for, like you have your kind of your, your, your hand, your finger on the pulse of what's going on. Yeah. And I was shocked because I'm sitting there thinking, I, I do, <laughs> you know, um, but at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm here. I'm mean, part of it. I'm in the work, you know, I'm, you know, kind of part of the part of the city itself. I've had a chance to, some of my designs have been on, I mean, it's paint, two of my designs are painted on the side of the building that I'm in that's front facing mm-hmm. on one of Atlanta's, downtown Atlanta's busiest streets. Um, and uh, that's, that's been nuts. I've got, um, you know, I've got my little A-Town designs that are that are all over the place that have really, um, you know, that have made some, you know, that have made uh, some, uh, you know, really made some impact on uh, on the city, which has been cool. That's now even, uh, that same design is now, uh, it's in Neon, you know, downstairs in the building that I'm in right now. This is the, uh, I can get it out of here. This is the, uh, this is the design that I'm talking about. It's, it's kind of an Atlanta thing, but it's just a little A-Town yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the yeah, I saw the one. That's, Instagram. that's massively popular through here. And I didn't make it because it would be massively popular. I didn't make it to sell stuff. Now I did make things because I like physical things. But I made it because you know what? 
I saw something that I thought would be really cool mm-hmm. and it didn't exist in, in that form. So I decided to make it as the power of design as the power of, you know, you can, you can have a concept, you can have an idea or something, but until you make it, until you actually sit down and build it, that's all it is. It's yeah. just a concept and barely even an idea. Right. Um, so I've enjoyed, uh, I've really enjoyed doing it. How, how did you get in contact with the Hawks or did they get in contact with you? I know. They got in contact with me, actually. Yeah. I did a, um, I did a, an illustration um, for the heck of it. I put it out, you know, just put it up on my Instagram. Uh, my Instagram is at Studio Temporary for those of you who are following <laughs> along. Um, go check it out. Um, it's where I literally post all my up-to-date stuff. Um, but I just did something for fun. I posted it up there. Their creative director was searching through uh, and happened to come across my work. Their um, their corporate offices are uh, about a block from the studio. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. I mean, when I say I'm in downtown, I'm in downtown. Um, so it's about a two minute walk, two or three minute walk from to me to get to there to the front door of the Hawks yeah. uh, corporate <laughs> offices. They brought me in. Ten minutes after I got there, I got the job, and then we spent the next hour just kind of figuring out how we we're going to make it happen. Nice. Nice. Uh, if people who want to work with their local sports teams and um, in their local area, what what advice would you give them? Um, a lot of time. One of the things that I've seen a lot of teams really enjoy are these kind of the grassroots designs. You know, things just kind of come from the city. Once again, you know, a lot of these sports teams and stuff are they want to be part of the community. They want to be part of the environment of the city. They want to be part of the vernacular. Mm. You know, that vernacular is different from one person to another. So, you know, you kind of figure out what that means to you. Then you can turn around and make something really, really cool, um, you know, for your city. So figuring out what that is and then going from there. Nice. nice you know, and, you know, why not? I mean, it's Instagram, you know, make something for fun, tag them. You never know what's going to happen. You know, send it in. You know, find out uh, you know, find out who works there. Send them an email. Just say, hey, I made this. Thought of you guys. You know, maybe, let's, uh, maybe let's talk some more. You never know. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Reach out and get in touch. That's what I mean. That's, that's why people, people come on the podcast. You know, just reach out and get in touch. And some people say yes, some people say no. That's, that's what happens. What's your best purchase under a hundred dollars? Uh-huh. Um, hmm. best purchase under a hundred dollars. I'm going to say my shoes. Nice. I'm going to say, I got these things off real quick. Um. <laughs> The oh, best purchase. I love nice. them. They're amazing. I love the colors. I love the the comfy. I mean, I do a lot of walking, a lot more uh, than I used to. I mean, if your feet aren't comfy, you know, then you know that's not going to be good. And they definitely came in under a hundred dollars. So I'd say that was worth it. Uh, they're called Socking. Um, they're really, really nice. Um, I have. I'm a flat-footed uh, person, so um, you know. Uh, these uh, work absolutely beautifully for me and then as far as um you know i love you know they're no good for podcasts but they're great for uh canceling some stuff out these guys came in under 100 um you know i've got a lot of, i've got a lot of stuff here that's under that that's under that price but that's i good. have to say you know having good shoes and having some good stuff like that has been fantastic good shoes good headphones that's all you need and a pencil yeah. and a notepad that's it you could be sitting down for hours designing so many cool things I'm done man I'm set <laughs> finally uh, how do you want to be remembered 
I think that I think that's an ongoing question because I think when you get out of school, you want to be remembered for something. When you get married, I think that changes. When you have a kid, that changes. Um, all of these things have happened to me. When you go out on your own, that changes. So I think that what I want to be known for, I mean, I want to be known as a person who, who did good work. I want to be known as a person who, who took the time to, um, to, to be a help to others. Um, I, I try to help out, you know, whether it's students, whether it's a mentor, uh, you know, whether it's just chatting with people for the heck that I try to be as available as I possibly can. You know, I don't want to be, I don't want to be known as the guy, like, you know, he kind of stiffed me, you know, I don't, I don't want to be that guy. Um, but I think, you know, you get down towards the end of your career, you know, or, you know, maybe another 10, 20, 30 years down the road, you might have a better handle on that. As far as what I want to be known for right now, I don't know. I, I want to be known as a guy who does good work, delivers when he's supposed to deliver, who, um, who's fun to be around, who's a good, a good dad and a, and a good husband, and um, you know, knows where his, where his real priorities are. I think if you can be known as that and known by that, I think you're doing pretty well. So for me, that's where I am at the moment. Um, but once again, that stuff's constantly in motion. So, um, you know. Nice. I like it. Well, you've definitely helped me out <laughs> more than once. So thank you very much for that. Oh, anytime, man. What uh, else? What else you got? That's pretty much it. Um, pretty much it. <laughs> been there for an hour. Uh, where, where can people find you and say hello on the internet? Okay. Uh, if you go to the studiotemporary.com, uh, you can check out my work. Um, you can also um, check me out on all the other sites, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and whatnot, at Studio Temporary. And, um, you know, and we just kind of go from there. I've, uh, you know, I'm working on a new site, um, have been for a while, and I'm hoping to see that launch in the next, uh, the next couple months. Nice. So uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, oh, I also have some cool um, new pins and posters and whatnot. Um, there is a link on my site, but you can also go to the studiotemporary.bigcartel.com. Nice. I've got t-shirts, posters, prints, pins, patches, and multiple other things that start with the letter P. Um, so go check it out and uh, enjoy. And if you guys ever want to ask me a question, um, I, uh, you know, shoot me a direct message on Instagram and, uh, I'm always, I'm always checking that stuff. So, um, you know, reach out, say, Hey, and, uh, you know, and the last thing I would say is, uh, you know, if you're not subscribed to uh, creative waffle, if you don't know blue deer design, you know, obviously you're here cause you want to check it out. Um, go follow this guy, follow his podcast, support him as much as you can. I mean, you're what, what are you like? 18 17 no nah, 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 nah. i'm old now i'm 20 you? you're 20 oh you're 20 <laughs> i've got tw i've got a baker's dozen on you which is incredible you know but you've done a lot already at a young age you're way ahead of where i was i mean that number is not even close it's not even close you're just that you're way 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 far ahead of where i was at that age so keep it up keep going strong i'm proud of seeing what you've done 
and uh, I can't wait to see what you're going to do in the future. I'm just happy it. to be a part of it. I appreciate it a lot. Yeah, thank you very much. It's great to, be, to have you on the show for the second time. Uh, if anyone hasn't listened to the first one, go and check out the first one. Uh, <laughs> I should have said that at the start, but uh, I'll say it at the start as well. But yeah, thank you very much for, for being on it, and uh, I'm sure we'll chat again soon. Awesome. Thanks, Mark. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Creative Waffle Podcast. I really appreciate your time. This is a really fun episode to do with Scott. I thought I'd ask a few deeper questions, a few more interesting questions. Go ahead and say hello to him on the internet. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with a friend. It really, really helps me. If you're on iTunes or, or somewhere you can leave a review, maybe YouTube, please leave a review. I really appreciate that. Let me know what you think of the podcast and maybe even leave a, an idea of how I can improve something you want to see on the show. Thank you very much and I'll see you in the next episode next week, next Tuesday. See you then.